This one's called, Who Would You Hire? And it's a lesson in communication. And it's just a little food for thought this morning. It's a great one for the younger fans of the page. This one's for the next generation, the ones just getting ready to start their professional path and are looking to get noticed in a saturated marketing. So it's for like my 14 year olds up to about like 26, 27 year olds. And here's a hint. It's pretty easy to get noticed. You just have to be better than the competition. So let me give you a little trick that will help you get better. My sponsor for this episode is Natalie Williams and her new company, Natalie Williams Writes. Natalie helps people that want to write but either are afraid to take the leap or they're just not sure how to go about doing it. Now, I used her as my technical specialist and an editor on my last book, but we also use her for more modern, unique, and focus into things like technical writing and social media content. My wife and I started a website called The Texas Zoo Crew, and Natalie puts all of our stuff together and puts it in a way that makes it focus and keeps it modern up updated. It's just not good enough to put information out there anymore, guys. You need something that stands out and pops. So if you need anything like book and manuscript editing, technical writing, social media content, newsletters, or even direct marketing design, give Natalie Williams Writes a try. I will vouch for her. I've used her for multiple things that I've needed professionally, and she always does a great job. Having kids of your generation, especially my oldest one as a son, it's crazy to me to see just how far into the realm of uncomfortable it is to just kind of not be the norm. Guys, why would you ever be okay with average and when has it been okay to settle for average? But I think it's a tendency for your age group as a whole. I work on your age as my specialty, as a sports-based chiropractor in my clinic every day and even for the guys and girls that excel at being much better than average and a standout on the court and field, you guys tend not to wanna to go outside of your zone when it really counts. So here's my tip for you, be better. And number two, know your audience. That would be a great alternative title for this episode. And here's a great tip on how to do that. Practice talking to adults, get to know them respect and acknowledge that they have a little bit different way of seeing things even when you're seeing the exact same thing. The ability to have a decent conversation with an adult and not be embarrassed and weird. You gotta have that, so work on it. I ask my kids if they talk to the security police officer at school each day. We were driving up at drop-off today and I said, oh, hey, you guys have a new school cop. Do you talk to her? I say, hi. Well, what's her name, I asked. I'm not sure, I, I never really talked to her before. Well then do this just for today, as well as because it's a nice thing to do, why don't you make it a point to introduce yourself and just ask her name. It's only gonna take about 10 seconds and you're gonna see this girl every single day all year long. You should know her name and she should know yours. There was no chance of that happening. It's uncomfortable. Their friends aren't going to do that and they might even laugh at them for doing it. That takes nerve and it takes practice. And we as adults, often forget just how hard this is to do the first times. But it gets easy with practice. But man, it is awkward, especially the first few times. Yet knowing that, by the end of the week, we all know that that awkward would be at the stage of high fives and shouts across the cafeteria. What's up, Kathy? How's it going today? 
they would have a relationship with that officer and she would remember my kids as well. It's not phony, it's genuine and it's fun and it keeps you from being bored and it makes the officer's day better too. Damn it guys, it's human. My next example, my oldest one has just started high school football and he had a question for me about catching balls. I answered it, but I told him an even better answer would come from his receivers coach after practice one day. I gave him the entire script that an adult would like to hear. Hey coach, have you got a couple of minutes? I've got a question for about like this and I'd like a little bit more clarification and even a couple of your ideas on how to work on this at home. I mean, wouldn't that be a great thing for a kid to ask a coach? You know what he's gonna answer. He's gonna take you through it and he's gonna get to know you a little bit better. But what did I get? Nah, dad, I'm good. Yeah, maybe, but you're not as good as you could be with just a tiny amount of effort. I mean, this is the same kid that taught me about accelerated learning and how I could get five hours of trial and error eliminated by watching a six minute YouTube video. And he won't have a conversation with a guy that he already knows and sees every day that would accomplish something that he needs in literally seconds. And I get it, I truly do. My dad and all his friends were coaches and despite that, I never really had a genuine relationship with any of my college coaches. Never had one of them I would feel that I was friends with. And that hurts. My teammates tell stories of how they'd had this talk with coaches when they played, how they were true friends, and they still talk to them all the time, and almost like a second dad. My wife was a college athlete. She's like, are you kidding me? You weren't like super close with your coaches? You still don't text them? No, I never had that. I just couldn't talk to them that way. And still to this day, I'm not sure what they even think about me. It certainly slowed my development as an athlete. I, I was just different around coaches and professors at that point. And that's the way I see my kids doing it right now. So I wanna help speed this up. It's an ineffective way of communicating things if there's no bond. And guys, you ones listening to me that are that generation, you are the text, the TikTok, and the Snapchat gener generation. You love quick bite-sized chunks of info but you have to understand this. A face-to-face -face conversation literally relays a billion times more information, much more efficiently and faster. The ability to form relationships and exchange information seamlessly is very critical in your ability to function in society outside of school, especially with people not your age. Now, I'm not the guy that's going to call society outside of school the real world. Oh, wait till you kids get to the real world. Because you guys are living in your own real world. High school and college, homecoming dances, getting dumped, finding girlfriends and boyfriends, Friday night games, going to the game, band practices until it's dark, music, that is your real world. But you gotta understand this. There are other worlds going on out there on planet Earth. Yours isn't the only world and we all don't live in that. You need this ability to gel with other people so bad. And as a guy that works on your age clients all day, every day for the last two decades, it's getting worse. The guys your age don't gel as well and you need it. As a sports-based chiropractor in my profession, every single day I have approximately 12 seconds to get on some version of comfortable and familiar with a new patient and I practice this skill six or seven times per day. It's all about how you interact with them immediately. It's automatic and I'm very good at it. But like learning to play soccer, it takes practice. And here's one that will affect your potential employment. Let's play a game. It's called, who would Chad hire? Because eventually you guys are gonna get a need to get hired by someone or you're gonna own a business and need to hire people. So let's play the game, who would Chad hire? 
I have two potential employees. They are both interns working the clinic. One is more skilled and is way ahead of the game as far as what I need to teach him to be a therapy assistant for me. He was an athletic trainer. He's been trained. He knows how to do all this stuff and he even dresses a bit more professionally. He just looks the part. The other one is just a little bit behind on her skills, but I just caught her doing the dishes in the back room without even being asked. And she does lots of little things like this. She picks up little scraps of paper that are on the ground. She folds towels and stacks them nice. She cares about the look and the feel of the clinic. She sees the clinic in a way that mirrors that first impression a client would have while walking into a room the first time. So who would I hire? And look, I don't have an answer for you. Well, actually I do have an answer because I hired one of them, but I'm not telling you unless you ask. This article isn't about what I did anyway. The point is, despite one of them having better skills for what I need, it's a tough decision. Because I can teach skills, I can offer suggestions about what to wear to the clinic, but I'm not sure I can train hustle and caring and just this innate understanding of what I'm looking for. So I think the guy stepping over scraps of paper and not seeing the wrinkled towels is most likely thinking, you know what, it's not my clinic. I don't have to worry about that stuff. This episode, it's about you, the 14 to 26 year old. It's about seeing things differently than how your brain perceives the world. It's all about the awareness that each of us lives in our own universe and how just understanding what someone else is looking for, their preferences, and their generational norms help you forge relationships at a much better level than expecting everyone around you to bend their style to you. You have youth, skills, drive, and a million other quality tangibles, but what you don't have is experience. What I'm saying is there is a shortcut to that. It's called communication. Asking questions is a surefire way to start any conversation. Everybody wants to share what they know and how they see things. I interact with my patients in my own way. It's my clinic so I have a style that represents what I want in a sports performance and injury clinic. I set that. I pick the music, the setup, the rooms, the techniques. That being said, I interact differently with nearly every single one of my clients. It's not brown nosing, it's not sugarcoating, it's simply an awareness that a Vietnam vet that has seen hell is going to have a different perception and preference than a 20 year old that's trying out for the Major League Baseball. A 45 year old stay at home mom that is jacked and works out all the time and shows up in my office wearing tights and a tank top is going to interact differently than a secretary in an industrial tire shop that hasn't worked out for 20 years. So get this, look for clues and get good at interacting with other humans outside of your personal group and space. I remember what high school and college was like. I sure wish I would have had this lesson earlier than I did. It would have been true accelerated learning.